All right, welcome everybody to, uh, I was going to say June, geez, oh, Pete's October 24th. We are officially, what, one week from today from, from Halloween? Um, I can't believe how fast this year is going by, guys. I hope everybody's having a great month, and you guys are going to end the month strong. We are also uh, not only a week away from Halloween, but uh, seven days left to end the month strong in your cup challenges. So hopefully everybody's ending the month strong here and uh, we can continue to, to rock and roll. Um, just a few housekeeping announcements before we get to our wonderful guest speaker tonight. Um, we have a bit of, a bit of good news for everybody. We've, we've been asked for a while now to put our calls into um, podcasts. And I got the official word today, Jason. I don't know if you talked to Steve or not, but they're up there live and out there. Um, we now have our own iTunes um, podcast channel with the beautiful and cool Fitness Union logo up. And what we will do is sometime during the call, while um, our wonderful guest speaker is talking, I will post the links in the event page, and then later on this evening um, I will post the links in all the team pages for you guys to start um, utilizing the podcast for those people that want to actually download the calls to your iPhone Listen to them when you don't have network connectivity um, and all that good good nonsense. So, so we um, have listened to you guys and got our calls up on podcasts, which is awesome. Did you get a chance to take a look at it, Jason? Yeah, I've got it connected, and I think you know, like Jeff says, the neat thing about that is now you can just subscribe to get the calls, and then they'll automatically go in your iTunes, and then whenever you connect to your phone or your i um, your iPad, iPod. And automatically connect, and then you can listen to them in the car, you know, wherever you're going. So now it should be something, you know, that we kind of automate and makes it easier for every, everybody to get a call every week. Absolutely. And for those people, we're not taking down the existing teamleadershipcalls.com page. That's still there for those of you at work, um, you know, that are sneaking in a call and you're supposed to be doing your job, you're listening to a call. That page is still out there, so we're still going to have that updated every week as well as the podcast available to you. So, Steve Nuss, if you're on the call, thank you, my man. We really appreciate the hard work you put into making that happen for us. So that's out there. Uh, rank advancements, unfortunately, we don't have Ron Bradley today, and I know just of uh, one cool, incredible rank advancement within our team, um, our own Kelly Hernandez. Um, has basically hit the rank of diamond today. And I know it's been a long time coming for her, um, part of Christy Moore's organization. Shannon Osby is her coach. So I want to say a huge congrats to Kelly for hitting the rank of diamond and um, putting Shannon at that one-star rank uh, once again. So congratulations to Kelly, Shannon, and Christy Moore's organization. That's pretty cool, Jason. That's really neat. And I don't have any other rank advancement, so what I will do in our old customary fashion, I'm going to unmute the lines really quickly if anybody wants to give a shout-out for any new uh, emeralds or rubies out there. I'm going to unmute them real quick. Do we have anybody out there that wants to give a shout-out for any new um, emeralds? Anybody new emerald out there? Hey, Jeffrey, it's Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay, you got some, you got some love you want to share? Yeah, I, was, I actually sent it over and then I realized Ron wasn't catching the message. So um, I have two new Emerald coaches, um, Megan Hayes and Amos Walls, and then I have a new Diamond coach on my team. Oh, awesome. And, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. She got married on Saturday and turned Diamond today. <laughs> wow, she got a Diamond so, on Saturday and became a Diamond today. Yeah, double diamond for her. Um, Nicole, I think it's Arroyo Otto. <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce her new last name, but it was Nicole Silliman. So um, big, big shout-out to her. She worked really hard and um, hit her goal early. So Well, congratulations, oh, Nicole, Nicole and Kelly, and our new Emeralds as well. Any any other anything from TLS that you can think of you saw on the page today, Lindsay? I think they're pretty good. Any other any other rank advancements out there? Awesome. Okay, guys, I'm going to mute the line so we keep the quiet down and the baby's quiet and the, and the bass and everything. Conference muted. Okay, so let's get to our guest speaker. Um, wanted to introduce 
um, Heather. She she's been a, a buddy of mine for a little while now. We actually you know formally met I think for the first time was was it Heather over at at Disney this year right? Yes. Yeah, and she she's uh, an eight star diamond coach. Um, you've been a coach for how long, Heather? Uh, just a little over two years. A little over two years, an eight star diamond coach. Were you elite this year? Uh, no. Well, technically yes, but. It's a long story, but no, officially I'm not. But I earned the points and stuff for it. That's a whole other story. <laughs> okay. Um, and then probably on the track for Elite this year, like most of us are, and uh, yep. Success Club 10 All-Star, correct? Yep. And the most amazing fact is she is running in the top 10 for the coaches for this year, correct? Yes. And that is pretty uh, – it's a pretty amazing achievement. I'm always amazed at the coaches that are – in the top ten, because not only is their business growing and booming like not, like nobody else's, but you know they get to be part of that elite ten trip, which is always somewhere cool to go to. I know the first year they'd done that, it was a bike ride through France. Then they went to Tahiti. Um, last year was Argentina, and this coming year, if Heather stays in that top ten, she'll be eating pasta in Italy, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So, and I know this. Coming summer, my, my family's going to France and England, so we might be over in Europe at the same time, Heather. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so she's in the top ten running. But what's 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 more amazing about the whole thing, and I thought this was just an awesome um, way to start your story, is that Heather, like so many people, um, had struggled at the start, and you actually quit, right? Yep. Yep, she quit coaching only to come back stronger than ever and be top ten. So, Heather, I'm going to, without further ado, I would love to turn over the mic to you. Tell us a little bit about your story, the consistency that went in that, and um, start off with that dark time when you when you quit and take it from there. Awesome. Well, thank you for allowing me to guest speak on your call. I love connecting with new people, and I'm excited to share my story because people can't believe that I actually quit. Um, when I tell them that, they're just like, really? You quit, and you're here where you are now? And um, it just goes to show how real of a person that I am. So basically, my journey started like most of you. You know, I was the, the customer first. I had started doing Insanity shortly after I had my youngest son um, back in March of 2011. And like most, I started seeing great results and was constantly talking about it and, you know, like, this is crazy. And coming from me, I was a former group fitness instructor and a gym rat and, you know, me converting from going to the gym um, and starting to work out at home and, and insanity helping me lose my baby weight. People just couldn't, you know, believe that. And my coach had approached me about the coaching opportunity. Um, and back then we didn't have these amazing challenge packs, you know, where you had to pay that $40 fee. And, um, so basically when I signed up as a coach, I strictly saw dollar signs when I signed up. Like that's, the first thing I thought about was, okay, I'm going to make it all this money because if I'm being able to see these results from Insanity, everybody's going to want to buy it from me. And that's really all that I thought about was the money. And um, so I had signed up, paid that $40, and then my coach had started talking to me about Shakeology. And I was like, what is Shakeology? What's this garbage? You know, I'm not going to spend this kind of money on a name or a label and you know we were on a single family income at the time and um, you know I just had uh, a baby so I had two kids and you know we weren't like struggling super bad but it was a point that I couldn't fork out that kind of money um, so I kind of was like I don't think I want to do this so I you know sat back and thought about it looked up some information and I you know told my husband I said this is a scam this is crap I'm not going to do this. You can't make money off of this. And so I called my coach and explained to her how I felt. And, you know, she connected me with Coach Relations. And I just said, oh, I made a mistake. I just signed up as a coach. I want to quit. And, you know, I can't do this. Um, and, you know, I kind of went back and talked to my husband a little bit more about it. And I'm very lucky that I have a very supportive spouse who really is, is truly on my side for any decision I make in my life, which I know is not the case for a lot of people. But, it's been a blessing to have him, you know, be there for me. And we kind of sat down and talked. We looked over what this Shakeology stuff was, and I 
really looked at it and was like, okay, this isn't just like a, a protein shake you can get from GNC. You know, this could possibly help me get back on track with, you know, eating right and, and help me lose even more of my baby weight and, you know, really help me out. And then, you know, thinking about the discount on top of that. So basically, my husband just said, you know, you have nothing to lose here. Try the Shakeology out, at least when you, you know, get it as a coach. You're getting that discount and see what you can do with it. See what you can do with, you know, a business. Um, so basically, this all happened within like 24, 48 hours. I um, called my coach back and talked with her and then called Coach Relations and re-enrolled. Now, when I signed up as a coach, we did not have all this awesome tools that are given now for new coaches. I mean, when I signed up, I felt so overwhelmed, and I really had no idea what I was doing. And basically all I started doing was spamming, like just being that car salesman that nobody wants to talk to. And all I thought about was money. All I thought about was I need to make money because I'm on a single-family income. We had to put the Shakeology on a credit card. Um, we didn't want to be in any more debt than we were. So all I was focusing on was like, buy, 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 buy now. Here's my link. Purchase from me. Oh, you, you've heard about P90X. You can get it for me. And that was just so wrong. And every week my paycheck was zero. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And then all these excuses started, you know, coming to me. Well, I'm a mom. You know, I need to take care of my kids. I need to do this. You know, this this isn't happening for me. And I actually thought about, you know, just throwing in the towel again. Um, and then this is kind of where I really started to dig more into Beachbody and really started researching more on the company and the core purpose of it and started talking with other coaches that, you know, have been around for a little while and really realized that this isn't just about bringing in an income. It's really about the people. It's about the people that we're connecting with, the value that we can add to other people's lives. It's, it's rewarding. So when I kind of took that step back and realized, okay, yes, Heather, I know you're broke, but let's focus on the people and what their goals are and not so much of what I want, maybe I'll actually grow a business. Maybe, you know, it'll happen. And that's what I did. I started, you know, a fitness group on Facebook that was free for people that I coached, so there was no obligation. You know, you didn't have to purchase anything. It was just, okay, I want to start helping people. I want to start, you know, seeing what I can do for other people. And once I did that, I, I, people just really saw the real person that I was, and my business just started to explode. I had hit diamond within 96 days of, of re-enrolling, um, and I have hit Success Club 10 every month since I became a coach. It, it was just crazy to me. I didn't think that that was possible. And a couple things that I realized or that I'm still, like, realizing as my journey is growing is, one, I am known as kind of the tough love coach. I'm a very ruby personality. If any of you follow Danny Johnson and know her gems, I'm, I'm very type A. I'm very ruby. I'm very goal-driven, but at the same time, I'm, super passionate, you know, my heart pours for people. People see how, you know, I relate to them. You know, I let my guard down. Um, you know, I show people how real I am. But at the same time, I'm very tough love. I don't deal with excuses. And I think that's one reason that has helped me become very successful in my business. Um, because I tell my customers and I tell the same thing to my coaches, you know, I'm here for you. I'm here to help you in any way that I can, but if you're going to give me a billion excuses, I can't help you because it makes me think of what I did in the beginning, those, those first few weeks where I just kept failing and failing, and I started throwing all these excuses out there, well, maybe it's because of this, and, you know, this is why, and I can't do it because of this, and all it does is it brings you 10 steps backwards, and that's what I tell my coaches, you know, I tell them this is your business, you know, ultimately all of you on this call right now, you're the CEO of your own Team Beachbody business. It's not Jason's business. It's not Jeffrey's business. It's your business. They're just the guides there to help you be successful. They're there for you when you need them. But ultimately, you've got to, like, let your guard down, and you have to put yourself out there. You have to be vulnerable so people can relate to you. People want to know 
your story. They want to know why you're doing what you're doing. That's what they they want. They don't want that, you know, soft, easygoing shell. What I have found in my experience is people want me to tell them this is how it is and this is what it's going to be. But, for example, I run my challenge groups very serious. Um, I talked a little bit about this at the leadership retreat, um, but when I run my challenge groups, they know that I'm serious. They know that I'm committed. They know that you're either in or you're out. And these are the rules. You're going to follow these rules or, sorry, you can't be in that. Yes, that's my tough love, but people, when they see that, they're like, wow, she really is serious about this. If I start to slack, she's not going to be like, oh, okay, that's okay. She's going to be like, no, that's not okay. And people relate to that. And that's why I think a lot of people are drawn to me because they really can see that I really do care about them and that I want them to be successful. And that's what I do the same with my team of coaches as well. I tell them, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to get in. You're going to start doing this, this, this. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's your fault. I can't, you know, fix it for you. I can't do things for you. But this is what I have to offer. Um, so it's kind of, you know, my no excuses I don't deal with it. So I tell you guys, you know, my piece of advice with that is maybe tonight after the call, spend five, ten minutes and really think to yourself, what are a couple excuses that are holding you back? Not just in your Beachbody business, but maybe, you know, your family life or, you know, your career outside of Beachbody. Really think of these excuses. Write them down and, you know, maybe think of some pros and cons to them and ask yourself, is this a legitimate excuse? Because I can guarantee you most of them are not. You know, they're, they're crap. Um, I have I found myself to be a happier person when the excuses are gone. Because all they do is, you know, they just they hold you back. You know, you'll find yourself to be a much happier person when you're not throwing all this garbage out there that you can't do it. It's, it's just like your fitness journey. Yes, it's sometimes hard to get up and push play, but do we want to be fat butts and sit on our couch and eat tater tots all day? No, it takes work. Everything in life takes work. But the overall outcome of it is mind-blowing. It's amazing. It's such an awesome feeling to see results and see success in other people. And and part of my no excuses is consistency. Um, Consistency is probably one of the biggest things that I talk about all the time. You cannot be a coach for one day and decide you're going to take the rest of the week off. It does not work like that, and a lot of people think that it's okay. When I talk to my prospects before they even enroll as a coach, I let them know, hey, this is your business. You are able to run it however you want. That doesn't mean you need to be a full-time Beachbody coach. I have many awesome coaches who are killing it, and they have full-time jobs, but it's about being consistent in what you're doing day in and day out. So if you're going to spend – you're going to dedicate one hour every day to being a coach, Making make sure that that hour is powerful. Make sure that you're doing the most important things in that hour to make yourself be successful, whether that's inviting new people to your challenge group, spending 10 minutes following up with some people that you've invited to your challenge group, getting on a prospect coach call or, you know, helping out one of your new coaches. Make sure you're spending that time in a positive manner. Don't sit there and play Candy Crush. That drives me crazy because I do stalk my coaches, and the ones who are the ones that are throwing excuses out at me are the ones that I see on Facebook posting stuff from Pinterest, this playing Candy Crush, and, you know, I'm like, serious? How can you say you have no time when all you do is do that on the computer? So, again, that's my tough love. That's the no excuses. You know, it, it, it's kind of like pick or choose. And I believe that every person that's on this call you all have a powerful why. You all have a reason on, on why you became a coach. And, you know, it happens that we lose sight of it and we forget what our purpose is for being here. But when that happens, you know, dig into your personal development, find out a little bit more about yourself and how you can grow a little bit more, and figure out what it is that you need to do to become better than the person you were yesterday or the day before. And, Throw out those excuses that we talked about. You know, they, they, all they do is really hold you back. They, they can slow you down and just really make you miserable. And nobody wants to take steps backwards. At least I know that I don't. I know for me, I want to keep walking forward. You know, this, 
these next couple months are going to be hell for me because I'm in that race for the top ten, but you know what? My butt is staying where it is. Nobody's going to take that trip from me because I've worked hard. I've helped my team work hard to help me get here, and I'm forever grateful for everything that they're doing. But it takes work, and it takes effort. And that's why I'm scheduling my time, and I'm making sure that I am consistent day in and day out with everything that I do with Beachbody. But my family and everything does come first. You know, some people will say, man, Heather, do you ever sleep? Do you do this? And, yes, I do. I do unplug. I make sure that my family and my kids and my husband, everybody's taken care of. But, like I said, when I'm a Beachbody coach, that's my Beachbody coaching time. And my kids even know that. You know, we've talked about it. I've told them, hey, this is Mommy's Beachbody coach time. And my oldest, he's four, and he'll he'll say, oh, okay, Mommy, you're a Beachbody coach. I want to be a Beachbody coach too. It's super cute. But um, it's important to make sure that, you know, you set your priorities down, you time manage yourself, and figure out what's going to work for you. Because ultimately, it's, it's about, you know, it is about you. It's going to start with you. Because if you're not settled into what you need to do, you can't obviously grow and, and help other people. So make sure you're really digging into personal development and, and focusing on how you can grow more as a person. Um, so I apologize if I talk really fast. Sometimes when I get really, you know, going, I just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then when I listen to recordings, I'm like, wow, I talk really fast. Um, so takeaways from what I've shared basically is get rid of all of your excuses, guys. I'm sure you've heard it time and time and time again, but the only excuse you have is yourself. You're going to be the only person that can put that wall up. So take down that wall. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow people to, you know, let them in. Let them into your life. Let them know who you are because I can guarantee you it's really going to help you relate to customers, coaches, anybody that you come in contact with because that's all people want. They want to see a real person. They don't want to see a robot. They don't want to see a script. They want to see you. That's why they connected with you. So get rid of those excuses and put out some positive energy and positive vibes. And second is to really be consistent in your business. Again, if you've only got that hour to dedicate to Beachbody coaching, plan it out. It's not, you know, dumb or silly to say, okay, 15 minutes I'm going to spend inviting new people. Okay, set an alarm. Ding, it goes off. Okay, next 15 minutes I'm following up with those I invited yesterday. Ding, alarm goes off. You know, your next 15 minutes doing whatever. Stay off the candy crush because if it's important to you, you will make it work. doesn't matter where you come from. doesn't matter, you know, anything in your past. Today is the day. You know, tomorrow's going to be a new day, but just always strive to be better than you were yesterday. Always look for the way up, not down. You know, because for my family, I, I never in a million years, and I know it sounds really cliche, when I tell my story, I always feel like, gosh, I sound, it is very cliche that we did come from a single family income. You know, I, I had two small kids. Um, we, my husband, when we got married, he had so much debt with student loans, and I said we're going to be paying his student loans off till the day we die, but we will probably have it completely paid off by the end of the year. Um, you know, we were able to buy a brand new luxury infinity. Um, we are able, we just, we're going to Florida for our anniversary in two weeks, and we were able to just say, hey, we're going to go to Florida, let's, you know, pay to go. wasn't a big deal. And it's nice to be able to do that. And I'm not saying any of that to brag, trust me, but I've never been in a position in my life where that's possible. It's always like, all right, we got to make sure that we're going to be able to buy food for the kids and not, you know, eat ramen noodles or something like that. And I owe that to Beachbody for this amazing opportunity. And, and you guys, just so you know, I am a nobody. I'm not related to any of the trainers. I'm not in, you know, any of the DVDs because I'll actually have had people ask me, well, how did you get there? What do you have that's tied into Beachbody to help you be as successful as you are? And I have had nothing. I, am a, I was always a stay-at-home mom before I started this. My business just came from my heart and my love for what I'm doing, and that's why I am where I am today. And if I can do it, like I'm telling you, if Heather Fultz can do this, anybody can, because I never, ever thought I would see my name in that top ten spot, ever. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty much 
basically it, unless you have anything else you want me to say. So. Oh, yeah, we don't let our speakers go away that easy, Heather. Um, we got <laughs> we got a few people that have some questions are posted, but before we do that, just Jason and I usually like to give a couple comments here, and I know I wrote a couple things down. I'm always writing feverishly through all of our guest speakers because there's such incredible information that, you know, Jason and I get to, to, to get on these calls too. You mentioned something that um, – uh, you called it the power hour or that one hour a day where that's all you have. And it, it rang a little bit of um, true with me only because, you know, we listened to Mindy Wender this, this past um, Monday talk about her power hour on the National Coach Call. And I know all of you on the call have listened to that National Coach Call, and if not, you're going to do that. But, you know, what is what is in Heather Foltz's power hour? What are the top few things, Heather, that you like to do? Um, if you only had one hour a day and you wanted to work your beach body business and make it the, the the most focused time possible, what are a couple of things that you could recommend to the people? Um, well, the first thing I would do is the first five minutes is post in my fitness groups and in my coaching, you know, my coaching groups. You know, that doesn't take long. Um, I even use Hootsuite or whatever now. I, I don't recommend it, but if you're really short on time, it's good to have that post automated so that way you're being accountable in there because if you do only have an hour, you know, it is kind of strapped. But I do take those first few minutes to say, hey, everybody, you know, I'm here. How's your night? Or, you know, like in my fitness group, I'll post, you know, a daily challenge or something like that. So basically a five-minute check-in with everybody, How you know, how's it going? And then from there, it's, prospecting time. That's where I spend like 15 minutes working on my signs or my invites, inviting people. Um, I I don't use scripts. I'm very personal with things. So I'll go through, you know, my contact list and send out those invites. Um, next little bit is following up with those who I've already invited, making sure that, hey, this is the date we're starting, you know, are, are you getting involved? And then my last little bit is going to be um, either, you know, prospecting people who I have um, put on my list to become coaches, you know, if I'm getting on the phone with them and sharing about the opportunity um, or, you know, touching base with someone new that I'm interested in then becoming a coach on my team and uh, following up with them. So that's basically how I would spend um, my hour is that in that order probably. Cool. Jason, before I uh, take a few questions from the questions on the, on the page, you got anything? Um, yeah, well, I think the thing that struck me, she's just, she's just um, you know, when she was struggling hard to sit there and try to make a lot of money, like that's all it was, was struggling. And, and I've been listening to GoPro a lot, and, and really that's the that's the work of an amateur. You know, the guy that just sits there and, you know, shouts out at the top of his head. But then you know, as you move to becoming um, professional in this business, you know, that's when you nurture those relationships and, you know, provide the service that she's doing with her challenge groups online. It sounds like, you know, taking the tough line approach is really working for her. Um, so I, d I do know, Heather, oh, sorry, I didn't recognize your name right off the bat, but I looked through the Facebook and stuff, and, you know, you talk so much about your business, but your your health and your fitness is so amazing, and it looks like you've competed in a couple contests. So I was just wondering, you know, what it's like for to do that experience and, you know, to go from having children to being up on stage for that, um, if you want to share any of that. Um, yeah, competing is, is new to me this year. Um, I have always struggled with my, you know, eating habits. Um, I could, I can work out for hours all day, but you put some pumpkin Pop-Tarts in front of my face, I'm going to eat them. Um, and I decided I needed something more. Um, I've never been, like, overweight or anything, but I've never had that. I, I, I always like to say I was that skinny fat. So basically, um, Tara Carr actually was the one who influenced me to compete. I saw that she had did a figure competition, and I said, you know, I think if I set a goal, I can get in the best shape of my life. And then I connected with a, um, a trainer. Um, we do everything online, and he pretty much gave me an eating plan, and it was awesome because he, what I like about this guy is he allowed me to keep my Shakeology because a lot of people will not. And I said, no, I, I need this. Um, and I was able to work out from home. I did Body Beast. And I did Insanity and T25. Well, now I'm doing T25 for it. But at the time, it was, you know, combat. 
Um, so I was able to get my lifting from Body Beast, and I my weight never changed, but my body completely transformed. So if anybody you know finds me on Facebook, you can see my um, picture from February this year to where I am currently, and um, it's been amazing. I've placed in every show that I have done, and now I'm a national competitor and hoping next year to compete in the uh, bikini level for my pro card. So um, it's been great, and I feel great. I, I love it. It's crazy how that happened, and I didn't think I would stick with it, but um, it's been fun. So. Wow, well, that's amazing. I, I wasn't aware that you were actually going for the pro card, so congratulations. That's a huge achievement. And then one other thing you said during that, you know, is like if you have the pumpkin Pop-Tarts in front of you, you'll, you'll eat them, and it's good to hear that everybody struggles with that. Um, but just for me, it's like I know that, you know, if I have the haagen ice cream here, I will eat it. So, you know, just one of my big things is to not buy it. So, I don't know, is there any tips or tricks that you use to stay away from some of that junk food? It's called mind over body, and it's something I still struggle with because, you know, I've got two small kids, and I do allow them to eat the junk. I find myself at the grocery store buying what I crave for them, and we have boxes of pumpkin Pop-Tarts. I just say that because I had some today, but um, it's it's really a mind over body game. It's, it's like anything in life. How bad do you want it? And that's something my trainer will text me, and he'll be like, do you want to, you know, keep growing that back fat that you hate or do you want to win a pro card? It seems like that, you know, do you want six-pack abs or do you want a jelly roll, you know? And that's kind of what um, keeps me going. And then for me also, I've got a fitness group on, on Facebook for people I coach, and I always come to them with my issues too, like, oh, I'm craving this or I want a pumpkin spice latte, you know, I hate this season. And, you know, they'll they'll like internet yell at me, don't do it, you know, you can, you know, drink some water, go make a Shakeology, and, um, but it's definitely that mind over body. You really have to think about what's most important to you. That five seconds of glory of the taste or, you know, your years of looking sexy. So. <laughs> well, it's just good to hear that you struggle and those are some good tips for sticking with it. And I like the idea that you're using, you know, your own um support groups, you know, to support yourself. So when even, you know, your eight-star diamond coach, super fit, I'm going to be a pro bikini model here now. Um, but, <clears throat> I'm sorry, competitor, not model. But you could do that too. Um, and just to hear that you struggle and then you go back to your own support groups for people to keep you on track, I think is encouraging for everybody. So good, good stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the call. And it's good to get to know more about you. I just, we always recognize your, uh, your feet tattoo of your children. So it's good oh. to hear more of your story. Yeah, I was going to share that. It's actually one of the things that I love most about you, Heather, is that um, tattoo you have. Tattoo you have. I, I'm big, um, big, big lover of tattoos, especially with your family. I actually have my kids' initials on my my arm, and I've always I've always loved that. Thank you. So, do you mind taking a few questions from some of yeah, the? Go ahead. Some of our individuals, um, we always uh, have people who are uh, sometimes a little afraid to to talk, post them live on our page, and Jason and I go through them. Um, in in retrospect to uh, personal development, we know obviously coaches like yourself, myself, Jason, believe in it strongly. What are you reading right now? What are your, some of your favorite books, Heather? Um, I think my favorite, and I can't think of the author off the top of my head, but it's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, my gosh, I cannot think Bill Carnegie. The author. There yeah. you go. That is probably one of the best ones. And then The Compound Effect. I know that's so big within Beachbody coaches, but it's, it's real. I love that. Um, and actually what I do, I'm not currently reading anything because what I like to do is I have, like, ADD when it comes to reading, but I will go on YouTube and I will, like, type in, Darren Hardy or Danny Johnson and find 10, 20 minute audio clips from like live conferences that they've done and listen to them because I like to be able to watch. I need that interaction that, you know, relates better to me. Um, So that's what I do. And I find that really beneficial because I like to hear from different people. So, you know, if you don't have a book or something, definitely go on YouTube. It's such a valuable tool. And then that success tab, and our coach online office is great too, but I love YouTube. That's primarily what I do is spend time on there and find those clips. It's 
it's really awesome. So Absolutely. So Mark wants to know, um, you mentioned in your power hour you're doing some prospecting, and, you know, we talked about, um, you know, prospecting is so important to this business. I mean, I don't know if you agree, Heather, but Jason and I talked about, you know, if you have 100% of your time, 80, 80% of it should be spent prospecting. 19% should be supporting those people that you prospected, and 1% should be in problem, problem management mode. That's just, you know, the philosophy that I follow. So in that time that you spend prospecting, what do you find to be the most effective? Do you Are you um, Twitter girl? Are you Instagram, Facebook, all the above? What is your best advice on, on prospecting? Um, mine is primarily done through Facebook. Um, I have my own like page, and um, it doesn't have a ton. I mean, I'm about 3,000 likes, but a lot of it is because people will share pictures. So I try to be very unique. That's one thing I can't stress enough is when something goes on sale with Beachbody, everybody posts about the same thing, and then it just becomes like goo on the computer. It's like I don't even want to read that. So be original, be you. Um, I post very humorous things. I, I sometimes mouth sometimes, and people get a kick out of it, but they share my stuff, and it brings more people in. And I've been very blessed to now be at that point in my business where people come to me now because they see, again, how real I am. Um, but everything I do is through Facebook, and I'm slowly working out of my shell to do more face-to-face and, you know, letting my guard down in person and connecting with people, um, you know, outside my comfort zone face-to-face. So that's what I'm working on right now for me. Awesome. Great, great tips. Um, Lisa wants to know, you mentioned at the top of the call, too, that, you know, one of the things that you did was when you first got serious is you had a free online group with no obligation to support your fit club. Um, Lisa said that she has, she's had a couple online challengers groups with no commitment, purchase requirement, but the participants just don't seem to fully get engaged or ever really progress to a customer or coach. What would be your best tips to help grow that? Does she just keep adding people until you break through, or is there some secret in the sauce that she's missing? Um, my free group is – okay, so there is one requirement. I have to be their coach. I don't like stepping on other coaches' toes, so if they've got a coach – Sorry, I don't allow them in, so I do require that they sign up for the, you know, free account at least. Um, but I don't care if these people in this group ever purchase anything from me or not. I have had people in there since day one of me coaching who have never purchased anything from me, and that's okay. Um, my goal for that group is to just motivate because you never know what's going to come out of that group. Um, I keep adding to it that I when I when I prospect, I don't go hunting, I guess. I don't hunt for coaches. All I'm doing is looking for people that need help. That's my focus, and I get them in my group. Now, from there, the group kind of sells itself in a sense because people in the group, since it's been around for such a long time now, a lot of them are doing different programs or using Shakeology, and they'll post their own stuff, and then they come to me like, okay, what's this Shakeology? How do I get to try it out? Or I see this person's doing body beast and I saw that you've been doing it. Can you tell me about it? So that's what that group is about for me. And then from there, um, you know, I do see who's doing really well in that group, you know, somebody who stands out that's posting on their own Facebook, and then I will approach them and, you know, say, hey, I think you're doing this. I think you'd make a great coach or da-da-da-da-da. But primarily that group has no um, dollar sign value, I guess. I don't look at that group as as ever – you know, occurring any type of money. Um, I do my own challenge groups on the side where there are requirements. But again, when you go back to Beachbody's core mission, yes, obviously we are growing a business, but at the same time, we are here to help everybody. And again, you never know where somebody's going to go. I've had people in that group for, like a coach I have of mine now, um, he's been in there for two years, and he finally signed up to coach about six months ago, and I about died when he did that because, I had been asking him for two years to do it, and he finally took that leap. And um, I mean, it took two years, but I owe it to that group because we were still connected that way. And that way it allows you to stay connected with all your customers because it does get virtually impossible when you build such a huge customer base that even if they're free customers, but people still want to know that you're there. So having that group and that accountability, even though it's, you know, no requirement, I think it just really helps, um, you know, keep you around 
and keep them around as long-term customers because you never know what's going to come from that customer. Yep. So I hope that helps. Absolutely. That helps a lot. Okay, um, let me get back to the questions here. I was – bear with me one second. Um, my computer's acting up, Heather. I apologize. No, that's okay. Got a, I, I, I put on the new Maverick, Jason, and it's freaking a little bit slow. I'm working with Mavericks, and uh, it seems like it's working fine for me. Maybe Internet is a little slow, but I'm not really doing tons of Internet stuff right now. Yeah, it's 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 mainly it's mainly the internet. Okay, so what was uh, Heather or Felicia wanted to know? What was the name of that first book that you mentioned? It was um, the How to How to Influence People, correct? By Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, it's a good book. It's an old school book that's been around for years, but it's a really good old school book from um, really old school personal development. There, good stuff. Um, when you first started, um, where did you find that you found most of the prospects, Heather? I mean, where where was your go-to when you first, you know, started to to, to grow in this business? Has it always been Facebook? Uh, yep, it's always been it's always been Facebook, and um, you know, just connecting with people with common interests. You know, it doesn't have to be the Beachbody like pages, which you know you don't want to be spamming in there anyway, because you will get kicked out of the Facebook page. They will block you. It's um, big with compliance right now about, you know, spamming your challenge groups and stuff on the Beachbody social media pages. But you go to a common interest page. Say um, there's a movie, okay, I'm just going to say Twilight because <laughs> that's how I've met a lot of people, is you find people on, like, the Twilight Facebook page and you start, com you know, conversations with them. You add them as a friend and, you know, they're going to start seeing your posts and stuff or when you, you know, make conversation. Um, it, that's pretty much how I've done it, you know, common interest pages, and it's worked really well. And along those same lines, Brian asks, and I know that Jason and I haven't built hugely from the like and fan pages or whatever you want to call them. Do you utilize a fan page, Heather, or are you like Jason and I and still get most of your business from your personal Facebook page? Um, I actually switched over to my like page because my regular page, which I see a lot of you are sending me friend requests, and I appreciate that, but I'm not going to accept it. So go to my like page. I don't use my page because I'm maxed out, um, and it's really hard for me to keep up with both. So I have transitioned to my like page. And, and you know, I'll be honest, it's, it's kind of pick or choose um, or use both. I kind of do feel like maybe I'm missing out a little bit because I am maxed out and I'm followed by a lot of people on my regular page and not everybody has transitioned over to my like page, but I'm getting a lot more new people on my like page that I'm not Facebook friends with. So I kind of feel that my like page is a better resource for me. But yep. it's ultimately I feel it's going to be best for, you know, that individual person. And that's where I struggle with is I'm getting my like page to the point where it's starting to become a little active, Heather, but like you said, it's getting everybody to actually click on that little like and move things over there. A lot of people, creature of habit, and they have a hard time letting go. Um, how, how do you, how did you find, did you just put it up on your fan or your regular page every single day? How did you promote your fan page to get people to actually go over there and click like to get it up to a couple thousand? Um, well, like I said, I mean, it's most of that is not, they're not my Facebook friends. Like, I just made a post yesterday or the day before, like, hey, I don't use this page anymore. Because I, I, for some reason, within 24 hours, I woke up with, like, a couple hundred new friend requests. I have no idea what happened. And I was like, whoa, I don't, I don't use this page. I can't, you know, add any more people. Please go to my like page. Um, but what I first started doing was when I created my like page is I would make a post on my like page and then share it from my main page. You know, so it would share and... Obviously, when people would click on that picture, it would take them to my like page. Uh, I don't know how much of that came from, you know, how many people came from that, but I still every, you know, probably once a month now, I'll make a post on my, you know, regular Facebook page like, hey, I don't use this anymore. This page is closed. Please go to my like page and, you know, follow me here. This is where you're going to see stuff. And a lot of the people that I noticed that had not come over or people who are not at all into 
the fitness, but it is still cool to see some people every now and again that I'm like, wow, I never thought that person would come like my page. So if you do do a transition, I would recommend making sure that you still post maybe once a week, especially if you're just starting out doing it, like saying, hey, this page is closed. If you want to keep up on my fitness journey or, you know, my family life, because I still post pictures of my family and my dog and stuff on my other page. And, um, you know, make sure you follow me over there. And and it'll slowly get there, and, and I'm okay with the pace that it's at. Awesome, awesome. Okay, two more questions, and we will wrap it up, guys. Um, don't post anymore. Um, Randy wants to know, uh, how do you keep track of your contacts when you get great responses from people? Um, are you old school and use pen and paper? Do you use <laughs> cool app? Um, you know, what, what do you do to keep your hot sheet, cold sheet um, organized? Oh, I am totally old school with that. It is so – I'm a very organized person, but this is the one area I'm very unorganized. I have sheets and sheets of paper in my um, calendar. I've got a calendar that's marked for every 15 minutes of the day for you know, so I can write down my calls and stuff. And, and I have sheets of paper. I have, um, like, all my customers. I don't keep track of just all of my customers, you know, the ones that sign up for my free um, Facebook group. I really don't keep – track of them, but anybody who has ever purchased like a, a Shakeology trial pack from me or anything like that, boom, their name goes on a, on a list. Anybody I've ever thought about becoming a coach, boom, their name goes on a different piece of paper. Anybody who I've talked to about coaching is on a different piece of paper. So it's really unorganized, but it works for me because I mean, you know, I know which sheet of paper I need to look at. Same for my challenges, okay, who are these people signing up for next month's challenge? Their name goes on this piece of paper. It works for me. It's not very organized for a lot of people. I know, like, today I w it's sitting on top of my dog's food container and, like, all the pieces of paper went on the floor and I wanted to die. So I was like, oh, it just got so unorganized and it's so out of place. So if anybody has any suggestions or tips for me on the hat, I would be happy to take some of those on because that's one area I need help with. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and Heather's a part of our event page, guys, so if you want to return some love, you know, with your favorite ways to stay organized, post it on the event page and tag Heather. She'll see that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm glad to hear, though, Heather, it's not just me. That's old school. I'm, you know, about the highest tech I get when it comes to my contact list is I use the notepad um, on my iPhone, and I have two separate ones. I have a hot one and I have a cold one for people that have given me notes that I want to contact down the future. So I'm using that to keep things organized. And then, um, like you, I'm good old old school when it comes to – I keep Post-it note in business, Heather. I have tons <laughs> of Post-it notes, and I keep them all. And I'm, I'm, uh, I preach to these people two to five things a day, and part of those things is usually follow-up. So I'm glad to hear I'm not the only old <laughs> Last question. Um, Mark wants to know, um, you know, what does your invite process look like? Do you follow the five-step process that Tommy flowed for us a ways to have your own thing? And mainly he wants to know how do you get past, you know, when you're in that invite process and you get to the part where things are getting interesting, how do you get past the money objection to Shakeology or any of the products? You know, do people stop responding to you? Do you how, how do you get past that? Sure. Um, I pretty much use the five-step process, but I tweaked it, obviously, to fit the needs of the people I'm talking to. I don't have a script. People always ask me for scripts. I'm never a scripted person. I, have, I say something different to each person every time because it's personal. The only thing that's scripted is my rules on my challenges, like that final step. Um, so when I'm inviting someone, it really just depends on the person because being personal and personalizing it to them makes a difference. Um, I can't stand when I am sent something scripted. It pisses me off, actually. And I don't want to treat that to other people. So, yes, it does take a little bit more time, but, hey, I'm, I'm hitting 20-plus successful points a month, so obviously it's working for me. So I personalize it. I invite them and follow pretty much the same steps, you know, and then they tell me their why, why they're interested in, in doing, you know, my challenge. And um, and then for me, again, I'm known as a, a tough love coach. So when I get to that final step and tell them, okay, this is your requirement, this is where I do have a script, because I tell them all my requirements for my, my challenge, I tell them, 
this is what you're going to do. I don't say this is what's required. I say this is what you are going to do. This is when you are going to order by. This is what you're going to be ordering. This is how you're going to be ordering it. You have to order it by this day or no, you're not in. The challenge starts on this day, da 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 And I tell them, you need to let me know immediately because um, I only have, you know, a certain amount of spots, and if you're not in, i got to move on to the next person, or I can put you on a wait list. Um, and for some reason, I think that works because it creates a sense of urgency within people to be like, wow, crap, she's really taking this serious. Um, and I'll be honest, since I started becoming more anal like that, I don't get precedent very often. Um, if I do get one, you know, people will ask, well, how much is Shakeology? And I don't ever beat around the bush. I don't ever try to think, oh, crap, there's that question. I just look at it like, okay, really? It's, it's 129 bucks, $4 a day, free shipping, and it replaces one of your meals. That's it. It's really not that expensive. And I actually say that. It's really not that expensive. Because when they see that you're telling them it's not that expensive, they're going to think it's not that expensive because it really is not. And, again, it has to go back to you being a believer in Shakeology and our product. Um, and most of the time people are like, okay, you're right, sign me up. And I, I don't get very much objection with it anymore, but I also think it's because of the way I word my, um, my you know, that, that final step. If people see how serious I am and they see the commitment that I have to them in my challenge. Um, so a little tip with that is your wording when you're doing things via email or Facebook or anything like that is crucial. You have to look at it as, as posture. Um, you know, like when you're talking to people face-to-face, -face, you're still kind of indirectly talking to people face-to-face -face via message because they can see, well, not you can't see, but they can, you know, you can get a sense of how someone's talking in a message. So make sure your wording is appropriate. And if you're unsure, go back and reread it and ask yourself, if someone was sending this to me, what would, I, what would my response be? Um, are you, do you seem excited? You know, like me, and this is my personality, but I put a ton of exclamation points. Sometimes certain words I put in caps, and I put a lot of smiley faces. Um, that's my personality. So that's just the tip I have is make sure you're reading over everything you send and making sure you're not like word vomiting or you're, you know, you're being enthusiastic enough and you're being excited because if you're not excited, why is the other person going to be excited? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Okay, good stuff. Um, you know, I, there was one final one posted, if you don't mind, real quick, Heather. Um, what would you say to a coach? This is from Rachel. She wants to know, what would you say to a coach who's excuse-oriented? I mean, I know my answer here, but I'd love to hear yours. Um, they're excuse-oriented, but what frustrates her, she has, they have all the cards stacked in their favor. She's a um, personal trainer, possibly, or insanity certified, but just won't do the basics. She's at a loss to help her. I know my answer, but I would love to hear what, what, what I'm sure we've all been in those situations, a coach that you know can be very successful but just won't buy into it and they got things to their advantage. What would you say, Heather? Um, ultimately, like me, and I kind of am very tough along this, and I may be a little too tough for some people, but, hey, if they got excuses, I don't have time for that. I really don't. I do not have time for excuses. I have my family. I have other coaches that want to grow the business. So if this person I know is probably going to be that awesome coach, but if they can't see it for them, all you're going to be doing is running around in circles trying to chase them to be something that they may not, that they may not be ready for. Um, I would ultimately tell them, you know, you've got a lot of excuses. And, again, I'm an upfront person. I'd say you've got, you got a lot of excuses. You have to figure out really what you want. You either want it or you don't. It's really that simple. You can reiterate the things that they've got going for them and tell them that you will be here to help them. But really, if you're spending so much time trying to push or, you know, drive someone who's not willing to take that leap, you're just going to hurt yourself because you're going to put yourself in a place that's not good. And that time you're spending could be spent inviting somebody else that could have similar qualities be ready to take that next step because some people just might not be ready and um, that's all you can really do you know I, I urge you to maybe just say that final hey I, I'm really here for you I really think this is something that's gonna be great for you are you ready to take that leap and drop the excuses 
And if they just keep giving it to you, you just got to be up front. You can't just, you can't push the unwilling. You really can't. As much as that sucks, you know, you have to bless and release and, you know, move on to the next because you're going to find that next big thing. That's my opinion. Absolutely. This is, this goes back to something I talked about before, Rachel. And I don't know how long you've, um, if you remember a couple years back, Heather, um, MJ Durkin. And he, he said something to me that's always resonated when it comes to those people that um, won't commit and or kind of string you along and you know that they got everything in their favor. He basically used the um, take me, I'm going to take you off the list approach. And you're not saying that, but it's creating the environment around them that, you know, you finally have one final message to them or a conversation to them and just say, you know what, I've got so many other people that are vying for my time and things are getting so busy with these challenge groups and my coaches that I just, you know, I, I, I want to help you, and if you want that help, let's get doing this. But otherwise, I'm just going to have to take you off the list and let me know when you're ready. And what I found, Rachel, and, uh, you know, I don't know how you feel about it, Heather, but uh, when I've used that approach, you know, obviously paraphrasing, and but that's kind of the, 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 the way it works. I found that so many people, they don't like to be taken off a list. They don't like to be forgotten about. Um, they realize that their excuses are up, and generally I'll find um, that they will engage at that point. So when you use that type of philosophy, which is very similar to what Heather just described, a lot of people will engage at that point. So. Right. And I love the fact that Heather just mentioned the words bless and release. I learned that terminology from the great Pete Pena a while back, and it's been a godsend in my business because you do have to do that at periods of time. You do have to bless and release. Yep. So, awesome. There's um, cutting off the questions there so we can end right at about an hour. Really appreciate you uh, you joining us. Jason, any final words? I don't know if he's on, on mute or not, but I will close yeah, it out. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, um, just really excited to have it. It's like, um, you know, the, the community gets so big that sometimes people fall through the cracks. You know, I didn't know a lot about your story, but, you know, after seeing, like, everything you've done with the business, top ten, and just really doing it organically and naturally, I think gives a lot of people on our call and, of course, your team and everything uh, a lot of support. And I think there's a lot of great trips there, like, you know, working with the willing and bless and release and, you know, taking kind of a hard line with, with, with some some of these folks because, you know, your time is very valuable and the assets that you give and the um, connection that you give, you know, is really valuable. So if people aren't worthy of that, then, then you know, maybe stop wasting your time with them. And I know that my business could do better if, if I had more of that approach. So I just uh, thank you so much for coming on the call. But, yeah, let's, let's Jeff finish it off. Absolutely. Heather, thanks a lot. And looking forward to having dinner with you at Disney here soon. Yeah, going to be awesome. It's going to be a good time. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And everybody, um, we'll, we're going to close out the call. Uh, just a reminder to close out the month strong here. Uh, Jason, real quick, if you're still there, I had a couple of coaches asking me about how they subscribe to Puck Date. Do you uh, remember how they can do that? Yeah, um, that's good. Um, I'm glad that that went out. Um, I've, I've made some automated messages now from that. So, you know, it'll just give us the um, – the message every week um, instead of having to go in there and forget it sometimes. Um, I'm trying to look at mine. So I think what we want to do is just... Um, if you want to post it, too, on the event page, you know, when you're done, that's fine. I had just had a few people asking about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jason will post. Both. Yep. He, um, I tagged you in there, too. Uh, on the puck date thing. So if you look through your notifications, you'll see I already tagged you on it. You can just respond to that in the event page. But um, puck date is the uh, text messaging service that Jason um, uses to remind people about our calls, remind people like when we're at Summit about certain events that are going on. Just a great, cool way for those of you with texting, and which is 99% of us. I don't think I know anybody who doesn't text anymore. Just keeps you up to date on some things that should keep in the forefront of your business here for the greater team's sake. So look for that information to be shared on the team page by Jason. Heather, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to everybody with another great call next uh, next Thursday. Everybody have a great night. Awesome. Hey, Jeff, while you're still there, um, thanks so much, Heather. I do have that link, so really you just want to text Puck Dates, P-U-C-K-D-A-T-E-S. It's kind of a play on words for updates. 
um, to the phone number 68398. And I'll go ahead and post it on the team page as well, but just text puck dates to 68398. So cool. So, Chad, if you're out there, we were talking about it earlier. It's not join. It's the word puck dates, P-U-C-K-D-A-T-E-S, to that number. You already have it, and everybody else will be posted on the page. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Heather. Everybody have a great night. Bye, everyone. Take care.